the Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. Ours is a world of sound. Analysts tell us that a city dweller receives over a hundred different noises in the course of an ordinary day and becomes so conditioned to the racket that most of these sounds don't even register on our conscious minds. Like being in a room with a ticking clock. Eventually you have to stop and listen for the tick. And so it is with airplanes overhead. They approach and pass, and very rarely do we even notice them. Much less give a thought to the fact that in every plane are people. Real flesh-and-blood people, like ourselves. So we never think about the journeys these fellow humans are on, or where they're going, or whether all of them will get there. Well, statistics are comforting. They tell us that the odds are much better that airplane riders will get to their destinations than the odds that you or I will make it to the other side of the street. Yet, now and then, there is an exception to the rule. Is something wrong with the plane, Bill? Bill? Yeah, something's wrong with the plane. Well, what? I don't know. Even if I did, I couldn't fix it. Oh, I'm sorry. We're only going to be a lot sorrier if I can't get some altitude. Well, those mountains look awfully close. We're losing power. Bill! Can you do anything? Are we going to crash? Bill? I'll be back in one minute with tonight's crisis program titled Flight Plan. And now, our story. It's a fine, bright spring day at a small airport in Oregon. In the shade of a hangar, a young man named Bill Ostrander completes the pre-flight check of a small two-place airplane. He's been so busy, he hasn't seen the young woman who has set down a suitcase to watch quietly a few feet away from the right wingtip. Excuse me. Who? Who, me? I'm looking for a guy named Bill. Well, my name's Bill. They tell me you're going down to Fresno. Yeah, that's right. Could you use a passenger? A passenger? Uh, no. Who, you? Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid not. Haven't got any room. Oh, someone already going with you? No. Well, I mean, your plane is a two-seater. Oh, it's not that. It's the weight. I'm taking some stuff with me. Well, I don't weigh very much, and it is an emergency. Oh, is that right? Yes. Uh, well... Oh, sorry. Oh, listen, I- I've got to get down to California. My-, my mother's in the hospital, and they don't expect you to live another 24 hours. Jeez, that's too bad. I-, I wish I could help you. Please. Look, look, I'll pay you. I couldn't take your money. No, no, listen, I'll be glad to. I couldn't do it. I've just got a private license. You need a commercial license to take paying passengers. Well, couldn't you just this once? Hey, like I said, I'm taking some of my own gear with me. I've got a stereo in back behind the seat, see? And my suitcase goes on the right seat. But I could hold your suitcase in my lap, and I I could put my little suitcase on top of it. Hey, look. This isn't a DC-10. It's just a little two-place Cessna with barely enough power as it is. And I don't like to take chances, so I don't overload it. Ever. Besides, it's not my plane. It's the club's. Club? Yeah, I belong to a flying club, and I I get the use of the plane every tenth weekend. Now, listen. I really can't help you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I understand. All right. Uh, now, no, now no, look. no, that's okay. I, I just wanted to see my mother one more time. Well, what about an airline? I haven't got time. I'd have to take a bus to Portland and then... 
Oh, forget it. Just forget it. Uh, oh, wait. Look, look, wait a minute. Come here. Oh, please, Bill. Please, you don't know what it means to me. All right. How much do you weigh? 110. Now, let's see a suitcase. Well, it's just got some underwear and a sweater in it. Let me have it. Well, here. Oh, well. Will you? Uh, all right. Oh, what the heck. Oh, thank you, Bill. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know your name. I'm sorry. It's Judy. Judy Foster. Well, glad to meet you, Judy. Oh, and I'm so glad to meet you. When are you going to take off? Well, I'll put your stuff aboard and we'll roll it out right now. Is it always bumpy like this? Yeah, usually. How high are we? Uh, climbing through 5,000. Wow. You, you've been flying very long? Why, you scared? No, no, I, I just wondered. I've got 200 hours. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, not so much. I am going to pay you. No, forget it. I am. I can't take it. Well, I can at least pay for part of the gas. No, that's all right. What are you going to Fresno for? Uh, just a little holiday. You got a girl down there? No. You got a girl in Oregon? Um, no one special. Am I bugging you? No. People tell me I bug them because I talk too much. Uh, talk all you want to. How high are we now? Uh, we're about 5,200. I wish this thing had a little more zip. How high do you want to go? Well, see those mountains ahead? Yeah. I want to be at 8,000 when we cross over. Can we make it? Oh, we'll make it. wrong with the plane, Bill? Bill? Yeah, something's wrong with the plane. Well, what? I don't know. Even if I did, I couldn't fix it. Well, I'm sorry. We're going to be a lot sorrier if I can't get some altitude. Well, those mountains look awfully close. We're losing power. Bill, can you do anything? Are we going to crash? Bill? No, we're not going to crash. Now shut up a minute and let me use the radio. Mayday, Mayday. This is Cessna 58 Bravo. We're about 50 miles south of Crater Lake, losing power, losing altitude, and I'm lost. Anybody read me? Are we lost? Oh, shut up. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Says the 5-8 Bravo. I think I've got carburetor ice. We're going down. Oh, no, no, please. Now, listen. Put your head down and protect your face. Oh, no. No, what's wrong with the motor? Keep your head down. I cut the master switch. There's lots of trees, lots of snow. We can make it. Okay. All right. Now brace yourself. The tiny plane, sinking fast, struck the top of a giant fir tree with its tail, ripping off a stabilizer and cartwheeling the plane against another tree, shearing off the left wing. The fuselage, with the right wing still intact, flipped onto its back in the snow and lay still. The sound echoed briefly through the forest, and then the snowy silence took over again. From the crushed cabin there is no sound, no movement, 
And then... Judy! Is there... Is there going to be any more? We've got to get out! Are we down? We're upside down! Oh! We've got to get out before the... Before the tanks catch fire! Oh! I'm out. I'm coming around to get you, Judy. I'll be right here. All right. Okay, I'm going to pull open your door. Okay. All right. Can you crawl out? I don't know. Unfasten your seatbelt. Here. I'll do it. There. I can't move. Here. Grab onto my arms. Oh, ow! Oh! You, you hurt? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, boy. Never mind. Never mind. Can you get out? I... I think so. Come on. Where? We've got to get away from the plane. You smell that gas? It can go up in any second. Come on. Oh, that ought to be far enough. Oh, what am I doing? Hey, where are you going? Come back. My suitcase is in there. Judy! Let go of me! Listen, I'm telling you, she can go up any second. I've got to get my stuff. No! I've got to! Judy, wait another minute. Wait! Just for a minute or so. If it's going to burn, it's going to do it while the engine's still hot. Uh, I, I think we're in luck. Look, you stay here. Well, what are you going to do? I'll go down to the plane. I'll get your stuff. Here. Let me go, too. No, if anything's going to happen, you stay by the tree. Wow. It's really a mess. Hey, how did we live through it? Just stay where you are. Oh, oh. Judy! Yeah? I'm going to need your help down here. I'm coming. Yeah, here I am. I think I threw my shoulder out. I can't do anything with my left arm. Can you see how these seats run fasten? Are you kidding? Now, I guess that's out. Listen, Judy. Best bet is to get back inside the plane for shelter. I guess all the gas is drained out by now. You mean, you want me to get back in, in there? It's upside down, Bill. We'll be, we'll be sitting on the ceiling and on the windshield. It's got to do. It's all we've got until they find us. Oh, good. Here, here's my suitcase. Hey, have you got any blankets in there or, or food? No, no, just, just girl stuff. Yeah, well, we'll open it up and let's see what no, we no, have. No, no, I, I mean, please, Bill. No. Look, we may be here for days. We've got to make do with what we've got. Well, I know, but I've got it here, and it's not going to help. Believe me. You said you had a sweater in there. Put it on. I will. In a little while. Hey, maybe I can drag your suitcase out. Okay. Yeah, I wish I could help you. But that's okay. Oh, here. I got it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Split open like a watermelon. Let's see. Socks, T-shirts, shorts, shirts, trousers. Oh, you haven't even got a bottle. Well, I didn't expect company. Uh-huh. 
Listen, I haven't asked you yet. No, I'm not married. Oh, that isn't what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you hurt. I guess you're not, huh? Just my knees and the top of my head, but but not bad. Man, you know how lucky we are? Lucky? Well, we could be dead. And we could be in Fresno, safe and sound, too. Look, I did the best I knew how. Yeah. Well, I did. I didn't say anything. You didn't have to come along, you know. You begged for a ride. You think I like begging for airplane rides? I'm sorry. About your mother. Yeah. Uh, but they'll begin the search probably first thing in the morning. What makes you think so? When I don't close out my flight plan, they start searching automatically when a plane's overdue. And there's something else. We've got an ELT. What's that? A little transmitter that sends out a radio signal on a distress frequency. So they can home right in on it. Well, where do you think we are? Oh, we're not too far from Klamath Falls. We're between there and Crater Lake. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Klamath Falls and Crater Lake. Hey, say, maybe we could find a road. Uh-uh. We're staying right here with the plane. Besides, it's getting dark. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Bill? Yeah? How long has it been now? Uh... Almost exactly 24 hours. We crashed yesterday at 5.50. My watch says it's uh, 5.30. Oh, it seems darker than 5.30. Yeah, I know. I think it's going to snow. Oh, great. And where are those search planes? Oh, they'll be here. Try to sleep, will you? Don't burn up any more energy than you have to. something move out there. Where? Out there, in those trees. Jeez, it's just barely daylight. Look, look, there it is. Is it a man? Oh, no. It's a bear. It is, it's a bear. All right, all right. Now, just sit still. He won't bother us. Look, look, he's got his nose up in the air. He smells us. Yeah. Oh, he sees us. He's coming over. Sit still, Judy. He could tear this cabin apart. If he... Judy. Judy, don't! He's, he's going away. I, I hit him, but he's still alive. You only wounded him. Oh, boy, that's great. Now we've got an enraged bear on our hands. Well, what are you doing with that gun? I, I... I had it in my suitcase. Well, what do you need a gun for? Protection, you know. No, I don't know. Hey, what else is in that suitcase? You keep your hands off it. No, don't point that at you me. You just keep your hands away from my suitcase. What's in it, Judy? None of your business. You know what I'm beginning to think? I'm beginning to think there isn't any dying mother in Fresno. I don't care what you think. I'm beginning to think there was another reason for you wanting to get into California without taking an airliner. They inspect baggage at airports. Keep talking. Keep talking and you're going to be sorry. What is it? Heroin? Is that what's in that suitcase? Hey, listen. Shh, listen. Hey, yeah, it's a plane. Now put that gun away and help me start the fire we laid. Come on! All right. All right. Okay, now, got your lighter? Yeah, here. God, it isn't catching. Well, everything's all wet. He's going away. He didn't even see us. We've got to find something dry to start the kindle. Oh, what's the use? He's gone. Well, he'll be back. He knows we're down here somewhere. 
Because he's hearing our ELT. Well, all right. And where are you going? I'll be right back. I wish I'd saved a little of that gasoline. Hey, what are you doing in the plane? Just never mind. What do you want your suitcase for? I said, just never mind. Here. Here. This'll burn. Oh. What are you handing me? Take some. Light it. Well, what's this? It's counterfeit. $250,000 in 20s. No wonder your suitcase was heavy. Counterfeit. All of it. Come on, light it, light it. More, more. Give me some more. Here. It's catching now. Good. Here, here, take another bundle. Then there wasn't any dope. No, just the money. What are you going to do with all that? I'm going to deliver it to a guy. You see, I'm a... I'm a courier. I get paid for delivering it. Well, what happens if you don't deliver it? I don't know. They never said exactly. They know you were with me. No, they don't. Was the gun yours? No, theirs. Give me some more. Come on. Huh? Another bundle. Oh, yeah, here. Do you know that's a thousand dollars a bundle? No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just paper with ink on it. Try to think of it that way. Geez, it makes a nice oily smoke, though, doesn't it? I can't go back now. You know that, don't you? Hey, you hear that? He's coming back. He spotted our smoke. Come on, give me another bundle. Yeah, yeah, here. There he is. He's waving his wings. He spotted us. He sees us. Bill, did you hear what I said? What? I can't go back now. Ever. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess you couldn't, could you? What'll I do, Bill? What'll I do when they get here to rescue us? Well, first thing you better do is hand me the rest of that money. Hand me the rest of that paper with the ink on it. All right. Here. Here, take it all. And take the gun. You sure? Uh, about the gun? Yeah. Bill? Yeah? Where will I go? When they find out I crashed, they'll think I still have the money. They'll, they'll be looking for it and for me. And for me? Oh, gosh. They will, won't they? Well, when we get to civilization, you phone them up. And you tell them the money burned up. All of it. And I never got wise. Oh, they'll never believe that. Sure they will. Give me that branch. I mean, the branch, the one with the fire going good on it. What are you going to do? Burn the plane. Oh, so it'll look good. Right. So they'll think the counterfeit went up right along with everything else. Hey, wait. What? How long will it be before the rescue party gets here? Jeez, I don't know. Hours. Maybe another day. Another day? Yeah, it could be. Then don't burn the plane up yet. I mean, well, there's, there's that bear out there, and besides, where will we spend the night? Hmm. You know, you're right. And thanks to Bill's filing a flight plan and the little emergency locator transmitter that sent out distress signals and the greasy smoke from the burning burning counterfeit, Bill and Judy were rescued. I'm sorry to report, however, that Judy's employers were so distressed about the loss of their suitcase full of engravings that they dismissed Judy from her post as a courier. And Bill was voted out of the flying club. 
Having both become outcasts, I suppose it was only natural that Bill and Judy gravitated together again and that last report were settling down in a small Midwestern town to begin life anew as man and wife. Now, how's that for a happy ending? Oh, and to cap the climax, we have it on very good authority that the bear recovered nicely. I'll be back with a scene from next week's crisis in a moment. Flight Plan featured John Amendola and Pat French and was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French. The program is produced at Audio Recording Incorporated, engineer Carney Barton. Until next week, then, thank you and good night. <laughs>